Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Carmelita, and I want to welcome you to Purity to Purpose. Here on Purity to Purpose, I want to show you what it looks like to have a relationship with the invisible yet real God. I'm going to show you these things through my personal testimonies, as well as Bible study devotionals. I'm so passionate about this because I remember growing up and not enjoying church. I remember growing up and not having an understanding of what it looked like to have a relationship with God. I remember not fully understanding him. So now it is my hope and my desire to bring clarity and wisdom to you. So I ask you to bring your hope and your faith as well as your doubts as we talk about what it looks like to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Hello everybody, it's your girl Carmelita and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Purity to Purpose. So we are going to get started on day 9 of our Bible study plan titled, I am clear on my purpose. And today's devotional is titled, God's Pattern for Purpose. It's day 9 and the beauty of God's plan for purpose is resonating deeply. We now see that our purpose is not just for us, but also for others that God will bring into our lives. When God created you, he was not only thinking about you, but all the people he would set in your path to be touched through your purpose. When God crafted you in your mother's womb, he literally set you apart for your purpose with the intent that you would bless others through it. This understanding reveals another one of God's patterns, his pattern for purpose. God's pattern for purpose is that he uses people to bless people, which in turn blesses the giver and receiver. In many instances in the word, God called on a person, then used that person to lead people, save others, or even prevent disaster, ultimately drawing them closer to him. Noah, Hannah, Lazarus, and even Jesus, to name a few, all of their lives reflect God's pattern for purpose. God's pattern provides restoration. In each of these cases, we can see how these people were challenged, how they gave through their purpose, and how they were restored to God's best. Just as their challenge in giving served a purpose, their restoration did as well. It proved God's promises. Each was challenged, but God's pattern for their purpose and willingness to walk with God through the challenge brought them to a place of restoration. They were blessed through their restoration, and the people around them were blessed too. Noah's restoration ushered in a new civilization of people. Hannah's restoration blessed the temple and the people with her son Samuel. Lazarus's restoration caused the people to believe. Jesus's restoration provides an eternal blessing to everyone who accepts him as their savior. In each case, their purpose led to restoration, which in turn led to an even greater purpose. If you followed me for any period, you've probably heard me say that every round goes higher and higher. God purposed you, but his pattern didn't stop with his first touch. His pattern continues with restoration designed for you, again, taking you higher and higher into your purpose. Trust in God in his pattern. 
There's one more way and one more takeaway in each of these lives that God restored. They each experienced a moment when they had to trust God, listening to him despite what others thought or said, and this action is what set up their restoration. Noah built an ark when no one had ever seen rain. He did what he did because he had listened to God. Hannah prayed at the altar for a child to the point that the priest thought she had gone mad. She did what she did because she listened to God. Lazarus came out of the grave after everyone knew he was dead. He did what he did because he had listened to God. Jesus gave his life against all odds and through his great love for us, he did what he did because he listened to God. Just as God works in patterns, we too can follow a pattern that produces a reliable result every time. That pattern is listening to God and following his instruction. When we listen to God in our obedience and implementing what he tells us, we will be led to give to others, leading to a season of restoration. Listen to God and he will show you his purpose for you. Whenever God has a plan for you, he will reveal your next steps when you listen. When you listen to God, you'll see him work out his purpose and his restoration for you. The key to your restoration is found in God's presence and spending time in your prayer and meditation practice. When you choose to flow with God's pattern, you'll enjoy a feeling of deep satisfaction and fulfillment and understand how critical your worth is to the world and God's kingdom. Today's affirmation, I find beauty in God's presence and there is a gentle unfolding of his truth in my life. His light illuminates my mind. I am peaceful and present. I am beholding his beauty. I am relaxed, restored, and rejuvenated by his love. I found the secret key, which is simply listen to God. I create space for God to guide me. I have safety in him. I am secure. I am experiencing a joyful freedom today. Daily question of the day. What has God been showing you or telling you what you need to act on? Pray. Ask God for strength, courage, and peace, and move forward listening to him. So the scriptures that I'm going to share with you today is Jeremiah 1, verse 5, and this is in the Good News Translation. And it says, I chose you before I gave you life, and before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. And Genesis 9, verse 1, and it says, God blessed Noah and his sons and said, have many children so that your descendants will live all over the earth. So today's devotional is just talking about a few things. It talks about God's pattern for restoration, that he will restore the things within our lives to then be able to not just help us, like it's not to help us. It is because him restoring us will then allow us to be able to save others. I think about the fact that I was abused when I was younger, sexually abused, Um, and my restoration has helped to be able to free and to give restoration and peace to others. I think about how when it talks about, um, you know, trusting in God and how the takeaway of trusting in God, one of the things was Noah building an ark. No one had seen rain, but he listened to God and he was blessed him and his, him and his family. God, that was actually the only family that lived (laughs) because no one else listened to him. And so as a result, 
of him listening to God, his family was able to be blessed. His family ended up becoming the descendants um, that had to repopulate the earth because everyone else did not listen because they weren't able to see what Noah was seeing because God gave Noah the vision. God told Noah what to do. His family paid attention. His family listened. His family were willing to follow and trust, but that was it. So I think about in that situation of me trusting God, there have been seasons upon seasons where I had to trust God and no one else believed me. One situation was with regards to my husband. Another situation is with regards to my purpose right now. There's been moments and times where other individuals maybe had not seen the same vision that I've seen, or they weren't able to trust God on the same level as me. However, me trusting God and in the way that I have trusted God in certain seasons has been able to be a blessing and a testimony to others. So the fact is, is that whenever God is doing these things for us and through us, it is not just for just us. It is not just for us to be able to be blessed. It is because he saw his purpose. He knew his purpose before we were even born. The scripture in Jeremiah that talks about that I chose you before I gave you life and before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. God is telling us in the scripture that we had a predetermined purpose prior to our birth, prior to our conception. So as a result, I hope this encourages you and lets you know we have a purpose finding your purpose, figuring out what that is, trusting God and trusting him and following him, not just because it's going to be a blessing for you, but God doing this through you may be able to bless you, but more than anything, it's to bless others. It blesses both of us. And that's what I'd also said in the devotional. That it's not just for restoration and blessing for us, as in the giver, it's also for the receiver. It's a two, a two for one, as my girls Daphne and Shirley say, it's a two for one. You get a two for one. And only God does the two for ones for free. <laughs> All right, family, let us play. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for allowing me to be able to push through in moments whenever it's difficult, to trust you in moments whenever my flesh doesn't want to, to trust you in moments when the enemy tries his hardest, tries his hardest to break me. He tried his hardest to break me, God, but I thank you that I can trust you. I thank you that I have joy in the moment to be able to be obedient regardless of how hard the enemy tried. God, I ask you just to give us peace. In the moments whenever we are pushing through, in the moments whenever we are trying our hardest to do our purpose, to live our purpose, to be obedient to you, God, I ask you to help us to be able to recognize the tactics of the enemy so that we can push through. I ask you, God, to just help us to be able to do the hard things even when our flesh doesn't want to, even whenever it doesn't look like what it should, what we think it should look like. Even whenever we have no idea how to fathom that thing, God, I just ask you to help us to trust you. So I thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you're doing in our lives. And I thank you, God, for strengthening everyone under the sound of my voice. 
your son Christ Jesus name we pray amen all right family I just wanted to keep this short and sweet today because I need to spend some more time with God spend some time with God earlier but I need to spend some more why because the enemy tried me today enemy tried to throw every single solitary thing in me that he could every person that he could he has tried me so what do you do when the enemy tries you what do you do when your flesh tries you what do you do when people try you you go spend time with god you spend time as it said in the devotional spending time praying to him talking to him meditating on his word so i did that before i did this and now i'm going to go do it again why because that's what you're supposed to do it's a pattern that's what you do when you're in the flow. You do the hard things. And the hard things sometimes are praying to God whenever you just want to cry. Praying to God and talking to God when you just want to go to sleep. <laughs> like, I would love to just lay down and just go to sleep right now. But I can't because I have things to do. Because I need to pray to God. Because I need to talk to him. Because I need to study his word. I need to fill myself up. So filling yourself up with him will allow you to be able to push through. But stay filled up. Stay filled up. Keep a consistent pattern of being filled by him. Because life be life. Life is hard. But it's even harder when you don't have a partner like God with you. So do the hard things. Trust him. Walk in your purpose. Stay consistently filled with him so that way you can stay in the flow. Do the hard things so that you can have patterns of doing the hard things so it gets easier. But above all else, do not allow your flesh, your don't allow the enemy or the inner me, as in our flesh, to deter you from doing God's will in your life. Because it's not just about you. Your freedom, your purpose is tied to others. I love you all, and I will talk to you tomorrow in another episode.